1: Love Talk Radio the Council on the Future of Why Education. Frustration and discord are burning in every city. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Council on the Future of Education or Education Talk Radio with Rob Furman. Uh, I am Dr. Rob, Rob Furman. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Furman website, RobFurman.com. You can also find the Council on the Future of Education, which is EduFuture edu underscore US, which is the Twitter, uh, our Twitter account. And we also, every the third Thursday of every month, we have a regular Twitter chat about all things education, uh, obviously trying to aim towards uh, looking into the future and what we need to do now in order to really enhance our, our future and make the necessary changes now so that when our kids' future gets here, they're prepared and they're ready to go. And that's that's not as easy as we all would love to think it is. Um, we need to be putting things into place, obviously, now in order for those kids who are going to be coming to us are able to uh, be prepared for their future, which God only knows what that'll look like, right? Uh, so I have an interesting guest with me today. It's... Um, it, her name is Jennifer Cresanti and she is from Splashworks, which is an um, app and gaming type of company, and they do a lot with educational apps. Um, Jennifer has been working in the interactive media industry since 1992, so she's been at this for a while. She's a founding partner of Splashworks and has been instrumental in growing the company from a small Toronto developer uh, into a top-level game developer, which is certainly nice in the, inter- in the international marketplace. Splashworks.com is Canada's leading adver game developer. I guess that's Adventure Games. (laughs) It has been delivering top quality, cutting edge online games since 1997. A key component of Splashworks business strategy is an extensive library of games that are both Splashworks created and owned. Currently, that library includes over 80 titles that clients can license and brand to suit even a particular campaign. Uh, Obviously, we're looking at the side of it that's getting into. Uh, their educational world, which is uh, exciting for all of us. Um, since 1997, the company has launched, launched over 300 games for over 55 leading consumer-based companies and ad agencies, uh, and they've got some pretty pretty heavy-duty clients, including uh, Time Warner, Coors Brewing Company, Mattel, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, Nestle, Procter and Gamble. So, they're they're bigwigs, which is cool for us to be able to have a uh, Jennifer on on with us today. In 2004, they launched their first downloadable downloadable product, Pipshaw, that targeted consumers. It was followed by Bang On Blitz in 2005, um, and downloadable games is obviously an important part of of what they do. Uh, the reason that that she's on with us today is because we want to talk about diversity in these apps and games, and in particular, um, incorporating diverse content. Uh, into games because we don't want it to be this one-sided unit-dimensional unit type of product. We want all of our kids to be able to uh, learn and experience things through their games. I know probably people out there saying right now, oh, my kid plays too many games as it is. Well, you know what? we got to start riding the horse in the direction of heading, and folks. Um, kids are going to play games. They have since the board game. Uh, we're not going to change it. Maybe the platform will change, but the fact that kids – and a lot of adults, let's face it, like to play games. Uh, we got to take advantage of that and help these kids find what we like to call edutainment, finding some uh, educational value in their entertainment time. Uh, so with that being said, uh, Jennifer, how are you doing?
0: I'm fine today. How about yourself? I-
1: uh doing fabulous. I'm here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and it's the first time that I think it's actually gone over 65-70 degrees. So, it's nice to feel a little bit of sunshine for a change.
0: It's the same here in Toronto. We finally a- have some warmth.
1: <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, let's let's dive right in. Tell me a little bit about SplashWorks. I know you're working uh on a couple games uh particularly aimed toward towards girls. And tell me a little bit about what you're doing right now and how this is going to help impact uh, getting some diversity into the mobile gaming world.
0: Yeah. Well, our background really, as you were um, described it, we worked a lot on work-for-hire projects, which were advertising games. And now what we're doing is we're doing some games that are targeting uh, directly to consumers. So we're doing some of our own products right now and we happen to license um, a doll brand called Hearts for Hearts Girls. And why we're so excited about this is we feel that it's um, filling sort of a much-needed void in the marketplace. Because one of the things just over the years I've become very passionate about is just the fact that in games we should have the same diversity that reflects reality out there, and it shouldn't just be, you know, sort of, especially for girls, just princesses and sort of, you know, kind of based on that Barbie sort of world. So one of the things about Hearts for Hearts girls and why we're excited is they're inspired by real characters from around the world. And so, you know, just giving a chance to explore further with the digital content And kind of how you were saying, we can't really fight the fact that children are spending more and more time on devices. But what I find is a lot of times the content on the devices is very limited. It's very narrow. And what we have to do is really try to sort of push that and expand out the types of content they'll find on those devices. We don't want them just playing one type of game or you know, the same game over and over. If you think when you had a book, you, you know, you didn't have one book. You were always looking for something different. And I think that's something that we're excited about is that that's where we believe we have to go.
1: Absolutely. And, And, you know, when you, when you think about the idea of diversity, boys, girls, different uh, countries, different ethnicities, different cultures, you know, we do have a tendency, um, To pigeonhole uh, our students, and 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 you know what better way? And I think a lot of that may even be obviously geographically, but what a better way to be able to experience diverse cultures now, especially with the use of this technology, because not only do you have an opportunity to play games and and do virtual things like that, but you could even do video conferencing. You could do Skype. You could do. All sorts of things, because our world is getting small. uh, I have relatives in in Italy, and we would go over as often as we could to visit. But between visits, we really didn't have a whole lot of communication. We would talk on the phone every once in a while, but even that was outrageously expensive just to call for a short period of time. Now I try to talk to my cousins once a week, and we use either WhatsApp or all these instant messengers and different things like that. Uh, We're emailing all the time. So it really has created a very small global community. And in order for these kids to be able to live in a business model of the future, they're going to have to be able to relate into these diverse areas. They're going to have to be able to relate to these people. They're going to have to be able to work together uh, with people from different cultures and different genders and whatnot. Uh, So I certainly give you a, uh, a a, a great pat on the back for that because I think that's something that is, is much, much needed. So let me ask you this. Why why girls? I know you've gotten involved with the hearts to hearts uh, dolls, but uh, do you feel that that's a, a need for that area of diversity girls?
0: Well, I think one of the things that, you know, just with girls is the fact that in some ways they've been left behind by digital you know there's been some boy brands that have done a really phenomenal job at engaging boys in you know digital content and really expanded that out whether you see Lego or Minecraft things like that where you know but with girls it's almost like they there hasn't been as much content developed for them and i don't believe that the content that's being developed for them is actually meeting their needs. Girls have particular needs and motivations for playing. Like one of the things that fascinates us is one of the big motivators for girls and why they play is because they want to help, which is just an amazing reason to yeah. play a game.
1: That's and me, yeah.
0: Well, and this was done by a study originally by Purple Moon, a think tank from, you know, way back in the 90s. Paul Allen financed it and never really, you know, built upon where here we have a chance, you know, with, you know, what we're doing is to have girls go in and interactivity allows people to walk in someone else's shoes and really support that, you know, um, build up empathy, And that's one of the things where we think girls have been underserved in just the creation of games that appeal to their motivate, you know, what motivates them. You know, there's some games that appeal to collecting and things like that, but maybe not their better natures. So that was one thing that we were trying to build in. And we also think that goes towards building global citizens.
1: Absolutely, and I was actually gonna gonna prep you on that one in terms of uh, you know how do you see this helping girls in, in in a global society? And I know we hear a lot about um, uh, pr- uh, getting salaries are are inappropriately proportioned and different things like that. Um, do you see this as being uh, one piece of the puzzle in terms of helping girls at this age? to understand that 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 they are equal and they do have every bit of an, uh, the ability of anybody else out there. And you know, how do you see your games prepping these girls now as, when they're young and playing these games for a global society as an adult?
0: Well, we start by, you know, the brand itself because we have a character from Ethiopia. We have another character from India. We have another character from Mexico and these are all regions that are served by World Vision and so they're regions where gr- that are you know sort of underserved regions of the globe and what we're trying to introduce girls to the concept of is that the you know there are girls living in these other countries that are different from your own and overcoming challenges and the exciting part about that is just that their stories can be just as interesting as another story that they're reading. And so in doing that, you know, there there's this whole sense of, you know, everyone belongs to our, you know, stories from around the world, and we all belong, you know, we all have stories that contribute to our, you know, our overall story. And I think one of the things, you know, that we also are doing is the fact that, when we, you know, um, we're actually on Pop Jam right now, which is a children's social media channel, and oh, what we cool. find is we find, you know, girls on this channel, girls respond by through drawing, and oh, okay. you know you'll you'll have girls drawing our Indian character. You'll have girls drawing, you know, we'll do activities where they're all doing henna designs on hands. And, you know, we'll have comments like my auntie does that on me on Eid. So you're starting a bit of a conversation in a very safe environment, you know, that, you know, yes, the app is there and they play with it, but we're also trying to bring girls into a dialogue of all these girls from You know, they can be anywhere having this conversation. But instead of drawing princesses, they're drawing Najee from a psalm, you know. Wow, yeah. And it's a totally, or they're designing a sari, and we're going to put the sari in the next app. You know, girls are all of a sudden walking away. You know, what we want is we want them to see that that can be just as beautiful as, you know, a princess dress. (laughs) Or they right. go look it up. We're just trying to spark their imagination to look in different directions and look at different things. And we find with pop jam and with the girls, girls love to draw. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, And but it's an amazing way to respond to something, uh, you know, to respond to our activities. And it's a safe environment, as I mentioned, You know, and then, you know, we can start having these conversations where we find that girls may not be reading, but they sure like to respond to comments. So
1: it's
0: just different ways to interact.
1: Yeah, and and, and I'm going to repeat something that I had said earlier, and I think maybe you even repeated it after me, but I think it's really an important uh, thing to remember if you're a parent out there listening to this particular podcast you know, we're talking a lot about uh tablets, apps, devices, uh we're talking about uh games and social media for your kids two things one again we got to we got to ride the horse in the direction it's heading these aren't going away social media is not going to all of a sudden say goodbye we're not doing this anymore we we're, we're a social animal by nature and we're going to use the technology that we have to us. So slight of an EMP taking out all of our electronic grid, we're going to still be having technology. So we've got to be able to harness these type of games and and social media areas and people like Splashworks who are helping create this type of content because the alternative isn't necessarily beneficial. We want these girls – playing these type of games because it's going to give them these advantages as opposed to playing with something that's far more unrealistic. I mean, great, there's a time for fantasy, I get that, but there's also a time when they can learn from these experiences. And if they're they're talking with kids from other countries and they're playing with dolls from other countries, that's going to not only continue to let them be that fantasy and play through their fantasy, which is obviously we know an important part of child development, but it's going to give them that opportunity to believe and have fun with that fantasy through other realistic cultures. And I think that's the cool bond here is that we, they're still going to be able to play. They're still going to be able to fantasize. They're still going to be able to do all those things that we know are developmentally healthy for kids, but they're going to be doing it with characters from around the world, realistic characters from around the world. So when they do their drawings and get into those opportunities for play with other kids, they're going to just have that much more compassion for that type of culture. Uh, Jennifer, I'm, we're going to take a real quick break here, like maybe a minute and a half break, and then we'll be right back with you. You okay to hang? No problem. All right. Give us, give us one minute and 30 seconds. There's a couple of our uh, public service announcements. Okay. Childhood hunger is a silent epidemic.
0: One in five school children do not have enough to eat. School lunch programs help feed these kids. But when the school bell rings on Friday, many of these children have nothing to eat. Blessings in a Backpack provides two entrees, two breakfasts, and two snacks for children who would otherwise have no food and no hope. Go to blessingsinabackpack.org.
1: Spot title is Believe. Client is the Save the Children Foundation. Spot length is 30 seconds. Agency is Mod and Robotic Raptor.
0: I believe in you, just four
1: simple words. But to a child in need, they mean the world. When you become a child sponsor with Save the Children, you're saying, I believe in you. You're worthy of good nutrition, quality health care, and education. I believe in you, just four simple words that can bring hope, that can change a life. Because when you believe in a child, you empower them to believe in themselves. Visit sponsor.savethechildren.org today and tell a child in need, I believe in you. We're more connected
0: than ever before. 90% of America's students use some form of social media, but not all of it's used in a good way. Hurtful posts online are leading to social isolation for many. Psychologists say it's bullying in a brand new way. Well, Beyond Differences and I Keep Safe are looking to change that with ideas for students, their parents, and even teachers. Take the pledge to Be Kind Online and learn more at WeAreKindOnline.com.
1: Okay, and we're back on the Council on the Future of Education's radio show. I'm Rob Furman, at Dr. Furman on Twitter, RobFurman.com, my website. The Council on the Future of Education's website is EduFuture.us. We're here with Jennifer from splashworks.com, I believe, right? Dot com. And um, we're talking about diversity in gaming and in particular for, uh, for girls, uh, Jennifer. So let's, let's look at the technical side of this for one minute. Um, you're you're, you're you, in your one model. You said that you're an indie developer. So what are some of the challenges sort of getting into this diverse content from, a, from an apps developer standpoint?
0: Well, I think one of the biggest challenges is just, you know, it's the cost of entry because developing an app is a lot more expensive than, you know, developing, say, a children's book, you know, publishing a children's book. And so that is something that, you know, being in Canada, we were lucky enough to get funding Um, from the Canadian government to do the work we're doing. But, you know, I do see that as one of the biggest challenges. And the other thing, you know, with that is when you do develop an indie title, you're competing against, you know, the blockbusters. And Uh so what you have to do, you know, you have to create something that still captures young users' attention. And that you know I'd say that's the biggest hurdle, and then finding the revenue model that's going
1: to work absolutely. so here's here's your big chance here we We have uh, lots of listeners on our podcast. We obviously have lots of people that visit our website. Um, here's your opportunity from from an app developer uh, looking at diversity in content, primarily even for girls or in general. What would you want to say to the teachers and the parents out there? Uh, Give them like five things, four or five things that you would want them to do to help their children today in order to give them a better future. Okay. Well, (laughs) our app
0: is called Heart Street Market, and one of the things I would say is you know these apps. We're developing them in a way that we've always wanted to develop apps, and that is there's no advertising, and you know minimum in-app purchases. And so it's supporting, you know, paying for that initial, you know, paying for the apps, and you know, spreading the word because we have to sustain more titles um, in the app environment. You know, families would have hundreds of children's books, and yet, you know, we find that it narrows, whether it's in the school or with um, actual families. The number of apps becomes smaller. And what you want to do is, we, you know, these are the price of candy bars. You know, apps are $1.99, $2.99. two ninety-nine. And you, we have to start supporting the indie, indie developers and paying for something that, you know, is different and quality and gives girls a different, or boys, you know, a different way to look at the world and expand, you know, sort of their thinking and,
1: you know, just support you right. that. Yeah, let me pause you right there for a second because you hit something that uh... – is, is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine so i 'm going to piggyback on what you had to say um, it It seems to me like uh, when you 're dealing with educational apps i 'm not talking about your typical game i 'm talking about games that that are going to make a benefit to your child, um, be it a math app or apps like what we 're talking about for for girls and diversity and those type of things something with a little bit of a little bit of a a little bit of a positive educational background to some extent. So I think it's going to give back to the child. Um, whenever I was a child in the eighties, yeah, I'm old. Um, you know, it, it would be nothing for me to drop four quarters into a star space invaders game or to drop a buck into Pac-Man. You know, we, we would, we'd sit there and we'd bang out Pac-Man for an hour, uh, on a buck. Um, you know, that that really gave no redeeming educational value to my world, other than you know I could get through a couple layers of Pac-man, which is always fun. But nowadays, we really have to look at the gaming world differently. Um, if If you're willing to pay a dollar four quarters to play an arcade game, why wouldn't you want to pay a dollar? To, to not only play a game that's going to give you some educational value, but you own it. It's forever. Like, it drives me crazy when I see people going, they're in the arcades and, and all these different places, like your Chuck E. Cheese and things like that, dropping tons of money on games that last maybe 10 seconds. <laughs> and we're saying, yeah, go out and buy an app. It's a buck, but it's, you're going to own it, and it's going to give you some educational redeeming value to that as well. I, I find that an interesting uh, difference whenever I see kids throwing away their money as opposed to almost the exact same amount of money and you own the product. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, exact, exactly. And the other thing we're doing is just as developers, we also do things like the social media, like we do coloring pages like you know with hands and do henna designs, and we put those up on Pinterest. And we do things on Pop Jam, So we're doing a whole expanded content on different levels. I mean, the value to, you know, our audience, like it's just immense because it's like getting activities as well as the app itself. And I think the other thing is I know there's the ability to get, I know the girls want this. You know, and it's just a matter of getting it to a critical mass so that you can actually become a viable business because that is the real difficult part right now. Even though, you know, there are all these ideas and, you know, there's some great developers out there, it's getting over the hump. And when people get apps for free, you know, they are doing things like tracking in the background. They're making their money another way. And it's like if you're upfront about just a cost for an app, it's like almost people are punishing you for that, or they're resistant just because right. we've set up this precedent. Yet if they get it for free, there is a cost. There's always a cost. It's just the question of what the cost is.
1: Right, and... and- for you know older children, we'll say high school through adults, I get that. If you want to, if you want to get a free app and play the game, yeah, I get that. But I've I have a fourth grader, um, and I'm also an elementary principal, so I've got 700 children of my own from kindergarten through fourth grade, <laughs> and and I've got to tell you, you know, free apps and things like that scare me for the two reasons that that Jennifer just said. One, you know they're tracking the content, and I don't want anybody tracking my kids. I don't want them tracking their content. I don't want them dropping cookies onto their devices. All of those things that that we just I, – I don't know enough about technology to know what they can do with that type of information. I'd rather buy my security for $0.99. Cents. The other thing is, again – Commercials. You know, a lot of those free apps are dropping tons of commercials. And again, if I can, if I can pay ninety nine cents to keep my kid out of some of that stuff, and, and, and being—I don't want to say brainwashed, but in a, in an effect, it is uh, into some of these commercials that are being plopped everywhere into these apps. I mean, half the time I can't even see the game because there's all these commercials all around the thing. Um, I'd, I'd rather pay the ninety nine cents and sort of feel better about what I'm getting, uh, especially when it comes to the educational apps. All right, we have uh, one minute left here, Jennifer. Tell me, uh, where's Splashworks going from here, and where are you going from here?
0: Well, we are. We have landed funding for our second app, and so we are actually going to take the girls outside the communities into the environment around. And so we get to do one of my favorite things. We're going to go explore wildlife, and we know girls Absolutely love animals and the wildlife um, that's out there, and they want to help with that. And it's going to be really exciting for our second app. We're even going to include an option for VR, which we haven't seen Ooh, a lot, especially in girls' games. And it. it's an option. So you can oh. you know see the animals in the environment or you know just play it regular on a tablet.
1: Oh, that sounds fantastic, Jennifer. One last thing. We only have about 60 seconds left here. Tell me real quickly, where can they find these, either these games, these apps, or uh, I know Splashworks.com is a website they can at least start their destination looking there.
0: Well, and um, Heart Street Market is on the App Store and on Google Play, and then as well as that is if you're on Pop Jam. We're Hearts for Hearts girls games on Pop Jam. Uh, so. We're out there, and, uh, you know, have a look. It, we're we're going to be doing some exciting things in the next year.
1: Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Jennifer. This is the Council on the Future of Education's radio show. Check it out, Heart Street Market, Splashworks.com. Jennifer, again, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. This is the Council on the Future of Education. Thank you. Council on the future of the fire of frustration and discord are burning in every city. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?